The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So hello everyone. Welcome to this fourth talk on the four right efforts. And today's uh, emphasis is on the fourth being um, the, a focus on wholesome states of mind or skillful, helpful states or qualities. And, um, and the, um, this is actually a very important part of the teacher's, of the teacher, of the Buddha's teaching that, at least in my, for me, was not really appreciated very much in a few decades of being a Buddhist and practicing. I think perhaps like, I think maybe a good number of people, um, I had somehow become uh, uh, tuned into prioritizing the teachings on letting go. And, uh, and sometimes it was indiscriminate letting go. It was just, I mean, it's very powerful sometimes, especially in meditation, to let go of everything, even the wholesome. Because sooner or later, everything needs to be let go of, no holding even to the wholesome. But it's possible to overdo it and not then support the growth, the cultivation, even the presence of beneficial states of mind, beneficial states of heart. And that as we allow them to be there, not just let go of them or ignore them, that um, we can actually promote or make it possible for them to grow. And it's possible to become filled with well-being, filled with really good qualities. Um, I was kind of really amazed and stunned uh, when I started doing long meditation, uh, lots of meditation to discover how thoroughly saturated or the whole body and being can be in particular wholesome states of being. Uh, joy and happiness, tranquility. Um, now, the one that surprised me, I think the most, was the equanimity. Uh, just the, the, the equanimity was such a clear, full, embodied kind of way. It wasn't just some like, little policy in the mind to be equanimous. It was a way of being. And um, so this idea that the wholesome is supposed to be... So in this four right efforts, the first right effort is to prevent the arising of unarisen, unwholesome states. So states that haven't, not really healthy for you to have, thoughts, feelings, attitudes, uh, motivations, um, if they're not there, uh, and they're not operating, you know they're a common part of your life, then within reason, maybe make the behavioral changes and other changes that um, would kind of um, prevent them from arising, these unhealthy ways of being. The second right effort is if the unwholesome states of mind have come up, abandon them. So this is the letting go part. And 
how to abandon them healthily is, is important, but these four right efforts, you are always using them as a kind of a perspective and analysis of what we're actually doing. So if we're letting go, is the letting go itself done in a wholesome way? Or is it unwholesome? If letting go is being done uh, with aversion, with conceit, with greed for something better, if it's, um, then it's not so wholesome. And it kind of will backfire in some way. But if we're looking for how to do this in a wholesome way, uh, it's a, it's a whole, the whole, it's a game changer. It's a very different way of being with it. And then there's not so much self involved or conceit or greed. That kind of comes from, slowly we begin to learn how there's a whole other source within that is the source of how to do things in wholesome ways, including this letting go. One of the things to discover is that uh, letting go is one of the things that our heart wants to do if all the conditions are right. It's not like we have to let go, but we have to enable the letting go that wa- that's already there, that wants to happen. So kind of a very... The third right effort is uh, to evoke, to bring about, to recognize wholesome states that haven't arisen yet. So bring them about. And that also might involve behavioral changes. Uh, to uh, stay close to things that inspire you, bring you gladness and happiness and steadiness and, you know, uh, do the things that help you be more settled in your life or stable in your life. And uh, rushing around is not helpful. Uh, doing things in a steady, stable manner is much more helpful. And then the fourth is, uh, this is a dramatic, so it kind of goes comparable to the second right effort to abandon uh, the unwholesome states that have risen. Now it's to maintain the wholesome states that have arisen. So things that are good going on, maintain them. And again, this can be done with behavioral ways. If you feel really happy and good and just feel like this is unusually settled and peaceful, uh, maybe it's not the time uh, to get lost on the web or in the news or, or you know, start doing something that um, you know is going to just get you really angry. Um, you know, just kind of maybe there's a way of maintaining it, keeping it going, being careful not to lose it easily, to sacrifice it for, um, you know, some petty irritation that you want to complain about. And so, um, so the main th- however, what I want to emphasize today is that this cultivating and maintaining um, the wholesome, it gets actually much more emphasized by the Buddha. Because rather than simply one word of what we do, prevent, uh, ab- abandon, evoke, for the forthright effort, there's a whole series of words. So you get a sense of kind of the emphasis, the importance, like, like maybe we're supposed to spend uh, you know, more time on the wholesome. So this is uh, how it goes. Practitioners take up and take hold of their minds, take hold of themselves, and generate desire, endeavor, and initiate courageous effort, here we go, for the maintenance, the non-forgetting, the frequent cultivation, the abundance, the development, and the fulfillment 
of wholesome mental qualities, states, characteristics that have arisen. Wow, man, that's quite a mouthful. Once something good has arisen in you, be careful. Don't lose it easily because you get caught up in your desires and your conceits and your, you know, uh, agendas and your fears and your, you know, rushing around and doing a lot. Take time for that. And, and then, uh, are there ways to maintain it? Keep it going. Not with, again, it has to be done in a wholesome way. Not with expectation, not with demand, not with measuring your success and failure, your self-worth by their presence, not by, in a way that you would be, you know, distraught if it's not there and feel like somehow you're a bad person. There's a wholesome way, a free way, a generous way, a relaxed way to be with all these things that, you know, is, is kind of a sense of freedom in it itself. And with that, to maintain it, to be conscious and aware and choiceful about what we do so that affects our state of mind. For the non-forgetting, I love this one, don't forget it. Don't overlook it. Don't lose touch with it. It's so easy to lose touch and forget the, the, the healthy way of being in the world, being attentive, being here in a full way. The frequent cultivation, abundance, development, and fulfillment. So this idea of abundance, abundance of good qualities, the fulfillment of them so can't get any better. I mean, this is dramatic language. I think, to me, it's inspiring language. It could seem exhausting, like there's a lot to do. But it's not meant to be the kind of doing that is exhausting. It's the kind of a doing which is fun, which is nice, which is relaxing, which the doing itself feels good. And that's the art of this whole meditation and mindfulness. How do we do anything in a wholesome, healthy, beneficial way? And that's the art that we want to discover and find. That's the key to a Buddhist practice. Buddhist practice involves practice, but how do we do the practice in this wholesome way, nourishing way, inspiring way we're inspired by it. it feels good we like we like doing it it's not automatic we discover how to do it but that's what we're working towards and then and then uh, overcoming the strong urges in the mind uh, from fear from desires from duty obligation to override the healthy way of doing things to do things in ways which are not wholesome that are rushed that lead to Maybe something as simple as becoming uh, unstable and unsteady and tight and focused, losing touch, forgetting about this wholesome way of being. Because this idea of wholesomeness, wholesome states of being that we maintain, can, uh, can lift the bar kind of high if we rush to the idea that it has to be love and peace and these dramatic kind of spiritual feelings. Um, the foundational one that I think that we want to remember to always come back to and start with is uh, the wholesome sense of being stable here in the, in the moment, a physical embodied stability. When, we're un, un, when unwholesomeness takes over, it shifts and changes the physical body and how we live in the world and 
how we're how we are not so settled. But when we're wholesome, there's the wholesomeness arises out of the settled body, stable, a settled mind, uh, a, um, a steady mind, and a settled heart. So, if that's the first step in evoking the wholesome and maintaining the wholesome, maybe that's not so bad. Maybe that isn't so far out of reach. Maybe it's only, you know, 10% more stable, 10% more steady. But, that, but without 10%, maybe we don't make as many mistakes. We don't live as stressfully as we do other times. And that steadiness and stability, the sense of being living a life which is unwavering, is the soil in which the wholesome has a chance to emerge. And probably the more stable and steady and settled we are, the more the wholesomeness, the appearance, the arising of it, does it by itself. We don't have to do it. We just have to recognize it, allow it, not forget it, support it to grow, not be embarrassed or ashamed or kind of afraid of it. Don't be afraid of the goodness that's in you. Let it grow and let it become abundant. So the wholesome, maintaining, growing, developing, the wholesome within us. So for this day's homework, why don't you, through the day, whenever you can remember, uh, maybe set a timer, at least do it once an hour or something, um, see if you can emphasize a little bit more coming into a place of stability, steadiness, subtleness, some place where we feel, kind of feel this, and then when you're going to do something, to do it kind of in an unwavering way from this place. And see if other wholesome qualities have a chance to follow in the wake. It's almost like that stability opens the door. And in that open door, what wholesome things wants to come from you? And, uh, and maybe make a catalog of what wants to come. It's, uh, you might be surprised uh, what's in there that wants to come out. So thank you very much. And uh, for tomorrow, there'll be kind of a concluding talk on these four right efforts. <laughs>